Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. We've all heard the phrase uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's in reference to making sure every aspect of a project is complete. And as you can imagine with uh, legal documents, there's certainly no exception to making sure that every required aspect uh, of a contract or agreement is in place. Hi, everybody. Uh, Jim Mitchell back with you once again. And today we'll talk about the things that uh, need to be complete before finalizing the divorce process. The uh, dissolution of a marriage can be certainly complicated, very emotional, but the attorneys hired to handle the process need to make sure that uh, all the documents and all the records are in place for a court to provide the uh, the final decision. Now, just as you would hire an experienced family law attorney to handle a matter like this, uh, we'll kind of do the same to conduct a thorough, accurate, and informative discussion. Um, to that end, let me welcome attorney Janae Pequeno of Lavelle Law. Janae will uh, provide some insight to today's discussion, as he always does when he joins me on the podcast. A lot to cover. So uh, good afternoon, Janae. Thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, good afternoon, and hello to all your listeners on the podcast. Um, when when we think about divorce, and in fact with you and, and others here on the podcast when we've discussed it, we often focus on division of assets or maintenance, calculating maintenance costs or, or child custody issues. Today, we're going to learn that there's, I guess for lack of a better term, some paperwork involved as well. Can you you tell me a little bit about the agreement that needs to be put in place? Right. Well, a lot of people think that it's a simple, even if it's going to be by agreement, that it's super simple. Uh, And that's not always the case because the judges need to know that you're not going to be coming back to him two weeks down the road, four months down the road saying, well, what about this asset or what about this 401k or what about that? So what what they need is called a marital settlement agreement. You know, that is basically, you know, if there are no children or if the children's issues are already resolved, the the financial questions, what happens to bank accounts, what happens to retirement accounts, what happens to your your car note, your your liens, uh, anything that uh, is financial connection to the other party, your your spouse, your soon to be ex spouse, is has to be dealt with and explained to the court. I've I've had so many times where people they've been separated for a long time, uh, two three years, living in different residences, maybe one of them's out of state, and and they say, well, do I have to tell, you know, my spouse that I have a four hundred one k? She never knew that. I'm like, well, you don't have to tell your spouse, but you have to tell the court. <laughs> you know, it's like you have to tell the court. You can't hide those things, which inevitably will go to the spouse. So um, it's her right to give up or her right to go for half of it, potentially. But you can't be dishonest with the court because if it's if it's not done right, Jim, and all the podcast listeners out there, it could be potentially vacated. So if you think you're you know, trying to hide something or if your spouse is trying to hide something and they don't put, you know, an account there that's uh, of of some sub- substance, potentially the whole divorce could be undone down the road because of that. Mm. Now, is is getting the agreement in place 
the responsibility of, of one attorney? Is it a joint effort between the two? Does somebody actually own the process? Well, there's going to be one drafter. If there's two attorneys in a case, somebody's going to be biting the bullet and, and having to draft it. Now, it may be advantageous to you, you know, to consider having your attorney draft it. Uh, if you are you know, less hands-on and are concerned about costs, maybe you would let the other side draft it and you guys take a look at it and just make sure that there's nothing that's sandbagging you or or giving you a bum deal. You know, you will have the ability to negotiate and tweak uh, once once it's handed to you. So just because the other side is drafting it, uh, it doesn't mean that you're losing all of your rights and giving all of them up. Okay. Now, when that ultimately gets turned in, what what is the judge looking for? I mean, what, what do they expect to see in a settlement? Well, if there's any if there's any children, they want reference to know uh, what the expenses are going to be, how they'll be divided. Uh, if there's any children, um, college, soccer, piano, guitar lessons, uh, travel camp, whatever it may be. The other items that they would be looking for are big-ticket items such as uh, retirement accounts, pensions, 401Ks, IRAs. What are we doing with those items? You know, who's getting it? Who is um has has the responsibility if it's a 401k to take the next steps to actually get it divided a 401k uh, i don't know if a lot of listeners out there have ever tried to to divide one um but you need something that's called a qualified domestic relations order and so who's going to be doing that some professionals charge you know 4 500 600 dollars to prepare one uh, so how are you know how are these parties going to you know, divide those costs. Are they going to split it equally? Is somebody going to pay more of it because the other one earns less? Uh, there's just a lot of things that go into it. Uh, they'll also look for debts. Who's getting the debts? And you got to be real careful with debts because they could have a real uh, block uh, when it comes to bankruptcy if there are mm-hmm. items that uh, were assigned according to this dissolution action. Some items may not be dischargeable. Uh, because of that and because of the way it's written in the marital settlement agreement. So it's a really imperative and, and vitally important document that needs, you know, proper care and concern. And, you know, the the more I learn about this, Jim, and the longer I practice law, the the harder I think it is for anybody to really represent themselves in it. It's possible, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we 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 certainly want to highlight that and, and a couple of other interesting things you you mentioned here. We're, we're talking kind of return to the topic of family law this week on Chicago's Legal Latte, and you know, in recent weeks we've covered a wide range of topics. Um, well, that's what we like to do here in our weekly legal conversation. Um, and if family law is of interest to you, might I suggest you visit LavelleLaw.com. You'll find uh, a family law page there with information, articles. You can even find past podcasts uh, on a number of family law matters, uh, divorce being really just just one of them. Uh, Janae Pequeno of Lavelle Law is with me today. Uh, His practice at Lavelle Law includes family law matters, as you can tell by his uh, knowledge that he's sharing with us. We we always learn quite a bit when he's here. Um, You can get his bio and background at the website as well. Um, and if you want to follow up with questions, um, you can reach any of the attorneys at 847-705-7555. Uh, 
Um, as we talk about the divorce settlement agreement and, and the process of drafting it, um, once it gets turned into the judge, what you know, what does the judge do then? Is it kind of a you know quick review? Do they spend some time with it? Is it likely to get marked up and sent back to you? How, how does that work? Well, once the marital settlement agreement is finalized, there's a couple other documents that need to be just for procedural purposes in the courthouse. And the clerk's mm-hmm. office will have you sign a document that you have an agreement, you have a judgment of dissolution. So the judgment of dissolution of marriage will refer to or incorporate the marital settlement agreement. Most oftentimes it will incorporate that. Uh, sometimes with some very high net worth individuals or individuals who require some level of secrecy, some celebrities. Um, it's rarely used, but I'm sure with Michael Jordan's divorce it was probably done this way that it it uh, it refers to the document and then that document is held off site somewhere else, um, maybe the lawyer's offices or both the parties and it's all initialed and dated and uh, in its original form. Um, but to get it entered, there needs to be a prove-up. So once the procedural documents and forms are signed, once that marital settlement agreement is signed, then you can go get a date from the courthouse and see when the judge is available to to hear it out. And at that point, uh, both attorneys are asking each of their clients what the the terms of the agreement are. You understand this. You admit that it's fair. Uh, You negotiated through counsel this agreement. Uh, Did you review this agreement? Did you have a chance? Just to make sure that they were not snowballed or, you know, arm-twisted and getting their signature on that document. Uh, Because... The court takes it very seriously and wants you to do it freely and voluntarily. And you mentioned something I was going to ask about. You mentioned signature. So um, in addition to all of the review that takes place and the discussions, is this something that the, the spouses, the, the husband and wife, both need to sign before it's formalized? That's correct, Jim. Once it's signed by both parties, the prove-up date is scheduled, and then once you have a prove-up, that's basically your agreed trial on a dissolution. It's not a contested trial. It's basically for understanding it's a it's a hearing date where both parties are welcome to co- go to the judge, say, that's my signature, I understand, I agree to be bound. And then they go from there. And, and we've talked in the past, the, the conditions for a divorce can, can vary. And you know, some unfortunately are very contentious. There are others which actually get handled fairly amicably. Um, from your experience, does this process of preparing all the documentation does it vary a lot depending upon the level of dispute between the parties? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, even accounts and retirement accounts. You know, did somebody have the account on podcast? Did somebody have the account? You know, prior to. The marriage, how many years was it done prior to the marriage? Was it uh, something where there was, um, uh, you know, other spouses or a prior marriage, uh, any other uh, account sources, money sources? You know, where did it come from? Did, you know, did, you know, I help support your uh, non-marital residence and improve it and renovate the kitchen and put 30000 of my own non-marital money into that. So, you know, can I get that money back? It's just there's a, there's a whole lot of things that can be contested. And, 
you know, that agreement, if it's not a marital settlement agreement, all of the same issues are going to go before a judge, only you're going to have to show evidence to get the judge's ruling on it, and that's what a trial is. Uh, but over 90%, maybe 95% of cases settle out every year. Um, and most good attorneys should be able to tell you about where the case is going and how they view it. Only, you know, some people, they don't want to necessarily uh, listen to their lawyer's advice at the time, and they make things drag out longer. And then, you know, I, I could take a, a look at any given case and pretty much determine, uh, you know, a reasonable prediction as to where 80 to 85 percent of the assets are going to go and a reasonable range on the remaining 15 percent of the assets. So, it, yeah, and that experience you know, is, is kind of leads, well, I just want to get back before I let you go to that point you made earlier, which is yeah. your experience, your ability to do these things and the complications involved is, is just another great reason why you know, parties who may even want to expedite the process are better off not pulling a form off the Internet and trying to do this on their own. Right. Those forms, Jim, those forms can be dangerous because you might not even understand what what goes in there, what needs to be in there, or how we deal with it. I mean, even parties who, and you know, litigants who agree, you know, I've helped out uh, parties where only one attorney is used, and, and they had no idea what went in what was involved and what was necessary. I can't tell you how many times I'm in court and I see people trying to do this by themselves and the judge is like, sorry, you don't have the right forms here and you have to come back. So, mm-hmm. and they're, they're, you know, people are pleading their case, judge, I took off of work. This is my fourth, fifth time coming back. I'm, I'm tired of coming back. Well, you got to do it right. You know, the court's not going to yeah. do it for you. Yeah. Interesting, so, interesting observation it, there. And uh, certainly, you know, when we talk about divorce situations, it's it's always difficult. But uh, as you just heard in, in looking at just one aspect of it today, there are a lot of legal steps that, that must be followed. And I appreciate Attorney Janae Pequeno of Lavelle Law taking the time to help us sort through all of this. If you'd like to discuss any services with him, um, visit LavelleLaw.com or give him a call at 847-705-7555. He's always willing to answer questions, and we're always willing to raise a few. So I'll be back again next week with another legal discussion on Chicago's Legal Latte. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. 